How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. This is for you, my lovely subscribers. Today's subscriber episode. So I'm already high as fuck, right? I just recorded that last episode and uploaded it. Now we're recording this, getting back into it. It's a smoke session episode. But here's where I fucked up. I literally have gotten just a touch too high. Because, like... Remember how I said I was going to pack that whole bowl and make it last for two episodes? It, it didn't. I've hacked a fresh bowl and I've already taken like two hits out of it. But, <clears throat> so fair warning. If I go off on like little tangents or like little tirades or disappear here and there for a little bit. Don't, don't, don't mind. It's going to be completely unedited, uncut. Everything I say, every swear word, every, like, every beat of this lo-fi song, this mix is going to be playing through. I'm not going to crop out anything, man. I'm just going to keep it rolling no matter what happens. Even if I get stuck for, like, five or ten minutes, we'll just be stuck listening to lo-fi. So if it sounds like this... For five or ten minutes, then yeah, there you go. That's what's about to happen. So I'm already high as fuck, so what's the best thing to do? Take another fucking hit. Alrighty. So. Stoner thoughts, man. Come on. I can think of something. You guys, you know what I really want to do with my room? Like, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, decorating for some reason. And I want to do, like, those really trippy blacklight tapestries of, like, the Mushroom Forest from Alice in Wonderland. Not Mushroom Forest, but the forest, you know, with all the shrooms and stuff from Alice in Wonderland, like, them walking down the path. I saw one that was, like, a Rick and Morty one with, like, Rick and Morty, and, like, their faces were all, like, contorted and, like, weird, and there was artwork inside their eyes and mouth and on their skin, like... It was really well blended. It was really cool looking. Like the closer you got to it, the more like small, minuscule details you could see. I want to get the one that's like the three pyramids, but then it's got the spaceship floating over it with an alien fucking smoking a joint. His feet kicked up off off the, like the edge of his spacecraft. Like he's just chilling. There's there's so many tapestries I've seen that I'm in love with. Like and like. I was thinking about doing, like, those indoor-outdoor, like, hanging lights and running them throughout, like, the top corners of my room and along the edge. Just because, like, I feel like, one, it would save more energy than a regular light. And two, like, I could literally just, like, click a button and turn them off. Sometimes I forget to hit the switches. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I've left my bathroom light on. Countless times while I'm sleeping. Mostly because I don't really think about it too much, I guess. Because everything's smart, so I'm used to being able to, like, yell at my Alexa. But she's not plugged in right now. Being able to yell at the Alexa, like, Alexa, turn the lights on. You know, turn the lights off. Do this, do that. But I can't do that anymore. She's not plugged in. I'm missing out on, like, core quality time with my Amazon search robot. But... It's not even here nor there, man. Like, I just want to decorate my room in, like, a trippy kind of style. 
like I saw one girl with like graffiti art on her walls and stuff and like that shit looked dope I'm not even gonna fucking lie that shit was dope no lie like I would totally put graffiti up on the walls and stuff like man like I would do like my own artwork cause I like to draw trippy shit like that but like okay there was a period in time in my life where I was experimenting with psychedelics right in this particular period of time in my life I was experimenting with shrooms and fucking um I tried LSD wasn't a big fan um, like the trip was not something I was very down for, but the first time I ever got dosed with like a real psychedelic was the first time that our friend gave us fucking mushrooms. Now, I've already told this story a couple of times on the podcast, but here's the full fucking uncut, unedited, no bullshit. This, I swear to God, honest to God fucking happened. So, this is big facts on, on, on me, on, for lack of anybody else, on God, I guess you could say. As the kids do say these days, it's late, but, um, this fucking kid that we used to know, like, this kid, mind you, wasn't, like, one of the, like, the member of the group kids. He was just kind of this kid that hung out with us. Like, his parents, his mom rented a, a house on the prop, on my friend's property here in Indio. And so, when they would stay at the house on the ranch, we were right down, literally, like, right, like, maybe, like, 200, 300 yards, maybe, away from their house. So literally right down like a pathway, like maybe not even like two or three hundred, maybe like 150, 200 tops. Like, and we would walk down there and hang out with the neighbor kid. Yes, the neighbor kid. Just like in the meme, like go hang out with the neighbor's kid and the neighbor's kid's fucking weird. Yeah, well guess what? This kid was fucking weird. There was like several weird occurrences that happened throughout the course of like the week that we were there hanging out with them, right? Number one. I was 15, my, the two guys were 14, my buddy Chris and this fuckhead. He kept trying to get Chris to whip his dick out to see who had a bigger one, for starters. And we were high on weed, like, we were smoking big at this point in time, like, and he's like, yeah, whip your dick out, I bet you mine's bigger, and uh, Chris was like, dude, that sounds kind of fucking gay. That had no offense to anybody who's gay, but that's what we used to say back then. Like, that sounds kind of gay. Like, that sounds kind of suspicious. Like, sus now. Like, you know, my apologies, LGBTQ plus anybody else involved in that. Sorry, I'm really high. And, like, I know I shouldn't say it like that, but that's exactly how we said it. So I apologize very much. <laughs> I think I'm, I think I feel like I'm freaking out a little bit too much over that. But, like, that's what he said. He's like, dude, that sounds kind of gay. Not that gay should be used as an adjective. You, you already know. I already apologized. I'm not going to do it again. And the other guy goes, well, no, I'm just curious to know who's got the biggest one in the room. And I was like, dude, that's, 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 that's not cool, bro. Like, stop. Like, we're chilling. We're high. We're relaxing. And this fuck nugget, 
this fuck nugget had gone with us to the Walgreens down the street. Like it was like maybe like not down the street. We drove like a golf cart. So it was like a 20 minute golf cart ride. So pretty far walking, pretty decent golf cart ride. And we drive down there. We got a fucking Red Baron pepperoni pizza, right? We're just going to cook like a, we got two of them. We're going to cook the pizzas. We're going to chill and have a good time. Like we're going to play some Halo play some Call of Duty, like, everything was cool, we had, like, two Xboxes set up, we were just chilling big, like, everything was mellow, we don't know why he had to go and do this to us, but he literally went, he goes, I'll bake the pizzas when the oven's ready, and I'm, I'm like, okay, okay, alright, so he goes and he bakes these fucking pizzas, right, what does the fuck head do, but he puts fucking mushrooms on top of the goddamn pizzas, like, I'm talking, like, Stamps and caps and all. And me and my buddy were, me and Chris were like, oh, well, I don't remember there being mushrooms on the pizza. And he goes, oh, no, it was a mushroom pizza. When I pulled it out of the box, the label must have been wrong. You, everybody that's seen shrooms compared to like portobellos is a big fucking difference. Now, we ate it. For some reason, we were high as fuck, and I think it was because the only, it was literally the only food in the house at that point. And, um... I started tripping. Bad. I had a bad time, man. Like, I think it... I read about... I read up about it later. I think it had something to do with the greasy pizza. Like, the bacon grease. Not the bacon grease. The pepperoni grease. The cheesy greasiness. And the mushroom taste. It wasn't great. Like, I've heard a lot of people say it tastes kind of like hay. It tastes kind of like, like dry grass. If you have ever, like, eaten shit running in a field in the middle of fall. <laughs> Just get a mouthful of dry grass. Go ahead, jump into a pile of grass. Take a few quick bites, you fucking stoners out there. Tell me, tell me if it tastes good. Tell me if it satisfies your munchies. The answer, I'll save you the fucking task, is no. It does not do anything for me, at least. But, like... We fucking ate this pizza. And immediately, like, 20, 30, 40 minutes later, I don't even know how long. It could have been an hour, maybe a little more. We're sitting there watching funny YouTube videos on the Xbox in the main room and at, like, my other friend's house, like, Chris's house. We're not at the weird kid's house anymore. We're at Chris's house. And both of us started tripping fucking balls, man. Like, I was, like... I was looking at the wall, and the wall was kind of like the paint, like, right in front of me right now. You ever, like, paints, you ever seen paint when it's not, like, the stucco, but it's not smooth, it's got, like, waves and wrinkles and lines through and stuff, regular old fucking house paint, alright? Like, drywall, painted drywall, there you go. Like, it looked like everything had a layer of, like, wrinkled cellophane in front of my eyes, like, everything had, like, creases and lights were very bright and colors were... Like crazy vibrant and shit, and I was fucking tripping balls, man. I was just like, oh no, what the fuck? And I don't remember how we reached this conclusion, but we literally said, like, we looked at each other and we're like, shrooms. Somehow we put two and two together, and we were like, oh yeah. This asshole just fucking dosed us with fucking shrooms. Like, it was bad. And like,
I couldn't take it anymore, man. Like, I was having such a bad time. And then, like, when we finally came down and I came back to normal, we went over to his fucking little mini shack house thing. And we confronted him. We're like, dude, did, were those fucking shroom shrooms on the pizza? He goes, yeah, did you guys have a good time? And I was like, oh, fuck you, dude. I didn't put a hand on him. I just told him, like, don't ever touch my fucking food again. Right? I fully justified, right? Chris, however, was not as forgiving as I was. Proceeds to grab the kid by the collar of his shirt, right? Pull him out of his house onto the fucking pavement and, like, look down at him. And Chris, at the time, everybody thought for some reason that Chris was just fat. No, he was sturdy, right? His mom worked in the construction industry. In the solar industry and electrical installation, boiling up boards and carrying bags of concrete around. Chris and I, at this point, were pretty, pretty on par with strength. He's much stronger than me now, I'll admit, because he's continued with that career. But Chris used to fucking move concrete bags and on the weekends and stuff, and him and I used to go mix concrete and pour it into set poles and shit. Now, Chris was a big dude, and he goes, "What are you gonna do, shit on me, fatty?" Chris picks him up off the ground, stands him back up, doesn't miss a fucking beat, and just sucker punches this dude right in the fucking gut. Like, boom, like, all hard. Like, you could hear it. Like, I swear, I felt a vibration. And the kid gets hit so hard that he, like, gets winded and throws up on the ground. He's like, why did you hit me? And Chris goes, we're not cool. We're not friends. Stay the fuck away from me. You're a fucking psychopath. Now, about, like, a month and a half, two months went by. And we felt bad. So we were like, dude, yeah, okay, you can hang out with us. Just don't do any sketchy shit like you did last time. Now, we didn't let him touch any of the food in the house or drinks or anything. Like, we never knew, like, if he was going to drug us again with some fucked up shit. But what we did do is we hung out, we played video games and stuff. Everything was fine, right? Until everybody went to bed. And Chris had given him the password to his MacBook. And... He, we were like, okay, like, you need the password. And he was like, yeah, I'm just going to keep playing League of Legends. You guys can go to bed. And we are like, all right. Deuces. Good night. And this fucking kid took his laptop into the bathroom. Not like his phone or like his iPad or anything like that. The dude's fucking laptop into the bathroom. Volume on. And is literally listening to fucking... Well, he was watching fucking porn. Full blast, middle of the fucking night. We're all trying to sleep, and all I hear from back there is, uh, 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 like dude sounds, right? Like guys. And then I go, uh, like, you know, you're like, okay, cool. Well, that, that happened. That's something I had to hear in the middle of the night. And I don't know if he was beating his meat or what was going on, but like he came out of the bathroom closed the laptop like didn't even close the web page mind you we found that out the next day goes over to where he was supposed to be sleeping because again it's 3 4 o'clock in the morning 
grabs his stuff and just walks back down the way, back down the dirt path to his fucking house. Walks back to his house in the middle of the fucking night after leaving. And we were trying to figure out, like, why he left. Like, we couldn't put two and two together for a minute. And then that actually ties into this next story, alright? Now, this, this next one has got to be my mom's coolest moment with me as a teenager that I ever had, alright? Let me see my bowl bag. Okay, so this next story is going to be about the consequences of his own actions after he left that night, right? He didn't spend that time in the bathroom beating his meat to porn. Turns out it was fucking hentai, right? No, not much better. Still porn in my book. But Chris was going through his shit that he left on the counter in the bathroom, which are the three things he always left on the counter in the bathroom was. His wallet, his keys to the house, and like he would put like his shoes down on the floor in front of me. Like he had like good like boots that he wore like every day that he put right there and like spray them with the powder and stuff on the inside so they wouldn't stink. Or I think it was like for like moisture absorption or something. I don't fucking remember. I don't remember. But um, he had been in there. And there was, like, burn marks in the sink. Like, something had been, like, lit on fire. There was, like, little drops of, like, what looked like wax or, like, melted plastic on the inside of the sink. And we're just like, what the fuck? Okay. What the hell happened last night? And we both didn't know. We didn't go ask him either. We just waited. And one day, my friend's mom was doing... When Chris's mom was folding his laundry, right? What does she find in a drawer but a Crayola marker... With tin foil wrapped around it and little holes poked in a small hole in the marker that the tin foil is indented into and made a bowl. She finds a Crayola marker pipe. Right. Right. Now, can anybody tell me what's wrong with smoking out of plastic? Literally putting like fire to plastic. I'll give you guys a minute to think about what exactly you'd be inhaling at that point. And then add, a, like, a Crayola marker to that. Like, fuck. People that try to make plastic plastic pipes are the same fucking people that are the reason that there's labels on fucking bottles of, like, like, giant bottles of alcohol that says, do not consume all at once. Like, you people... That out there that don't listen to like safety warnings. That should just be common fucking sense. Like if you burn plastic. Plastic is made from fucking literally made from oils. Like hard oil. I don't remember how they make it. But it's made from fossil fuels somehow. But. Like I don't get. I don't fucking get some people man. This kid made a tinfoil bowl. Out of a Crayola fucking marker. That he melted the hole into in the sink. We put two and two together again. But my buddy's mom finds this Crayola fucking... This fucking Crayola marker, right? Along with a bag of weed. Like, I'm talking, like, at least, like... 
a quarter ounce in this baggie, right? And she gets absolutely fucking pissed. Calls my mom and goes, your son left something here. He left his drugs. And my mom looks at me, like, arms crossed with this look of, like, okay, well, how do you know it's his? I even, like, shook my head at my mom, and I was like, I don't have any weed at Chris's house. Like, I don't, I don't keep anything there. Like, Now, which was a bullface lie, we did keep shit there, but it was up in a spot that his mom was way too short to reach without a stepladder, and we always made sure the stepladders were, like, either lost, hidden, or outside. That, and we found a better hiding spot later on, which was literally, like... A little spot in the closet that became like a roll away piece of the wall basically and so what ends up happening is uh, my mom is like well how do you know it's his and she goes well nobody else has been here and Chris and I both said at the same time we said Hunter which was the weird kid's name not to be confused with my best friend Hunter Griffin but me and him got some fucking stories and shit too but this was the weird outcast kind of fucked up hunter and he would fucking like he like full on denied it and was like well I don't do anything like that I, if I, if I need a bowl I can just I can, I can make water I can ask you for water and we were like dude my mom literally told my best friend <laughs> literally told Chris's mom she goes Nick's not stupid enough to make a pipe out of a Crayola marker he d used to use like a soda can or something if he was desperate which is true I would and I have smoked out of a monster and soda can so many fucking times even though people say it's terrible for you because you're burning the plastic but you know what we just talked about how burning plastic is bad for you, but you, inhaling any carcinogen really is terrible for you. And carcinogen is anything that's like, I believe, burnt or like ashed or like smoke, anything that you have to light on fire. But my mom had my back on this one like a full 100%. She gets off the phone, comes up to me, and she goes, You didn't leave anything at Chris's, did you? That's not your pipe, is it? And I was like, Mom, no, like, I'm not that dumb. Like, it was that fucking weird kid that gave us the shrooms last time. Which my mom thought was fucking hilarious. Yeah, a couple of 15-year-olds shrimping fucking balls on shrooms. That's my fucking level of entertainment. Actually, I would be kind of interesting to watch. Like, to be able to go back and, like, re-watch <laughs> little moments. Oh, God damn, coughing. Oh, that was a rough hit. That was a big hit. I hurt my lungs a bit. Oh, excuse me. I'll leave that all in. <sighs> Fuck my head out. So, my friend's mom gives up. I get off scot-free from that. But, like, our parents were super sketchy about us hanging out together again for so long. Because if we would gotten caught again with weed, it would have been the end. It would have been game over, man. Like, I remember when we were little, little kids. Because, mind you, Chris had been my best friend since I was, like, seven years old, man. Like, seven or eight. We became best friends, like, immediately. We met trading Pokemon cards. On the back of a school bus, and we were best friends all the way up until uh, 
all the way up until like recently where we've kind of become our adult lives and gone our separate ways. I kind of had not really a falling out because, you know, he's always going to be like a brother to me, but just a differing opinion. We'll go with a differing opinion. And, um, yeah, that's where I'm going to leave that thought. Because after that, it just gets kind of sad. But, here's the thing, like, I don't know. I guess people just go their, their different ways sometimes. There's no way to really explain it besides that. Doesn't help that the lo-fi song that's playing right now is kind of sad. And it's making me a little melancholy with how stoned I am. But, brighten the mood back up. Like, we got away with so much shit when we were teenagers, right? We got caught smoking weed. Got grounded for like a, a month and a half. Wasn't allowed to do anything. But, there was a small price to pay. Because after that, when we would smoke, our parents literally just kind of expected us to randomly show up high. But this was like pre-legalization. Like when legalization was still like the hot topic on like every stoner's mind. Like, oh, is it, is it going to be legalized? Is it going to pass? Is it going to be medical? And of course, the first it's medical only. And then it just made it recreational. Because medical patients, okay, let me tell you this. Medical patients who I have known would literally go to a dispo for their friends. And buy shit. Like, what do you want? And somebody be like, oh, I want, like, a good sativa. I'd be like, oh, hook it up with that, like, that hybrid. Hybrid life, man. Hybrid is fucking delicious. All right? I love hybrids. But we were so high all the fucking time, man. Like, I remember the first time I bought a fucking, uh, a fucking ounce from one of my fucking dealers, man. Like, the first time I bought an ounce, like, a whole Aussie, man, like, It had to be one of my favorite fucking moments. As like... A person buying illegal drugs, I guess. Back then, they were illegal. But like, he pulled up... Outside this fucking closed fucking shop. Late as hell at night. And was like looking around. Like out of getting out of his car. Smoking a cigarette. Looking all sketchy. Hands me the fucking ounce. I had him like a hundred bucks. I think I gave him like 150. Something like that. And he goes, alright, man, alright, cool, cool, now get the fuck out of here. You know, and I fucking, like, get back on my bicycle and have my ounce in my, have my ounce in my backpack. Um, we're riding back down to my friend's house, like, and we're sitting there, and we're at Chris's house. Like, because Chris's mom was always out of town for shit, man. She'd be out of town for, like, a surgery, she'd be out of town for a work site, she'd be out of town with her boyfriend... And when she would go out of town for some fucking reason, our parents trusted us to sit, sit at the house together and stay at the house and all that. Now, we knew my dad got off work at 10. So anytime before 10, my mom would be home with the kids. Unless my sister was home and like babysitting them. But here's the thing, like... We would sneak out at like 8.30 at night, right? We'd go at 8.30 at night. We'd go skate down the hill. First thing we'd do is we would hit Burger King and get like burgers and monsters and shit. Then we'd go and we hit Circle K and we'd grab sodas. Or 
not the other way around. We get our burgers and sh burgers and fries from fucking Burger King because dollar menu. We've had nights where we dropped like 60 bucks on dollar menu burgers and fries, man. It was the fucking best. When it was literally 60 bucks, like flat. It was fucking, we bought like, I think 40 hamburgers and 20 fries. Because we did the math and we were like, well, we want more burgers than fries. Because fries we wouldn't use much of. But we totally ate all those fries. We ate like, at least like half the burgers. Like it was bad. Between three people. And then we're like skating back home. You know, we got a bag full of food. We got sodas and monsters from Circle K. We're getting back home. We, we would normally walk back home because it was all uphill. It kind of sucked to try to skate. So we'd be walking up the hill, right? Late as fuck at night. And now not every night was pleasant. There was a few nights that were like hella fucking sketchy. Like we're walking up the hill one night, right? And we keep looking behind us, right? Because we get this like, I get this like tingly feeling on the back of my neck. You know that feeling you get when someone's fucking watching you, like, like looking at you and you feel them looking at you and you're like, what? Like, what do you want? Can I help you? Well, I turned my head and like looked over my shoulder and there's literally this like fucking weird looking dude like following us. He's got a hood up, like it's fucking wintertime, it's dark out, hands in his jacket, like, and I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm like, oh shit, yeah guys, there's a dude behind us. And like... My buddies start looking back at him too, and the dude is like still like late, like leg lagging behind us. And I was like, guys, let's get off the sidewalk and like just sit here for a second and see if he just passes us. So if we get off the sidewalk, like we all kind of like sit down because it was like a tree. I was like leaning against the tree. Like I always used to carry, and I still do carry a pocket knife, like at all times, basically. So I had my hand on my knife, I was like, in case something happens, this thing is not going to help me much. But in the moment, it was my one form of, like, security, you know what I mean? Like, it was my one, like, pull it, throw it, or stab with it, and fucking run. Like, like that is your best bet. Just swing blindly into the fray and try not to, like, cut your friend's leg off or something. Like, but... This, this guy, like, went, like, when we stopped and, like, got off the sidewalk... He literally, like, crossed the street and, like, cut down a side street. I just started sprinting. And so we freaked out. We were like, oh, fuck, is he trying to go up around the block and, like, cut us off at the top? Like, does he know that we're fucking with him? Does he know that we're only doing this because he's creeping us out? And our reasoning was, of course he knows we're only doing this because he's creeping us out. Because, like, his whole intention is to fuck with us. So we get all the way up to the fucking top, right, back to my buddy's house. We run down, look behind us. Nobody is coming down the other street. And we fucking dip in my buddy's gate, which is literally like three feet higher from the regular ground level than the houses next to it. Like the house, you had to go down like three big like concrete steps to get to the bottom to go in and out of my buddy's house. Unless you went from like the other side gate where his mom would park the car. Like where she'd get groceries and there was a door that led into the kitchen on each side of the house. There's the front door, there was uh, the back door from Chris's room, the back door from his mom's room, and the back door from this little small room that kind of functioned as like my sometimes bedroom when I'd stay there for a long period of time. It was like a walk, like a pass through like hallway kind of deal with the door on either side and a bathroom in the middle. So it was basically like a pass through bedroom that had a door to outside and a door to the house. 
and like the bed kind of was really tiny and sat on one side. I was small at this time. There was a TV in there, and there was uh, Chris had uh, two PlayStation Twos. He had the fat one and the regular one, well the slim. And he had the slim in his bedroom, so we put the fat one in that room. And I would bring over my Maximo game. I would bring over Dark Alliance two. I would bring over like Gundam. I would bring over Mortal Kombat. Like. And we'd play games, and we'd chill, like, Jack and Daxter, who remembers fucking Jack and Daxter? That game, dude, those games were so fucking good. They were so fucking good, but they were so fucking hard. Like, who remembers the Fire Canyon from Jack and Daxter 1? And then, like, in, like, I don't remember if it was 2, it had to be 2, 3, and 4... Where you had, like, guns and, like, different, like, like, wow, what is that shit called? Eco abilities, eco, the blue eco, yeah, like, the dark eco, like, you had to, like, you had to genuinely, like, be into the game to play that. And Maximo, fuck, where, like, you get, like, the full-out suit of armor, you get hit once and you lose, like, all your fucking armor, depending on the strength of the villain, like... You'd just be dead. And like ghouls and goblins. Oh, ghosts and goblins. Is it ghosts and goblins or ghouls and goblins? I can't remember. But like I tried playing that game. And that game was just purely rage inducing. Because you get hit twice. You're literally fucking dead. But it's not a platformer like Mario. Where you can just kind of speed through it. Once you figure out the patterns. It's like a survival type fucking RPG game. Where you have to make quick click choices. And it's like. If you pick the wrong choice, you're dead. You have to restart the entire game over. And it's just like, fuck, man. Like, I would be so fucking pissed off if that was me. Actually, it has happened to me a few times. But anyways, guys. I'll take one more hit. But that's gonna be it for today. I hope you guys enjoy my rambling. That's going to be the hit that's going to do me in. You guys have a good night. Stay awesome. Stay lifted. Stay positive. And I'll talk to you all next time on the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Later.